0: Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for
1: 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend Carol. How are you doing today, Carol?
0: Hey, what's up?
1: How much? It's been a good week here. It is November 21st, 1997.
0: Yeah, Thanksgiving is
1: coming. Thanksgiving's coming up. This is kind of our Thanksgiving episode sort of
0: um
1: well i mean not the. it's not the thanksgiving episode of 90210 but i don't think we're doing another episode before thanksgiving
0: oh okay so we're 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 not releasing another episode really
1: not before thanksgiving out of this not before thanksgiving i don't think so okay do you think so
0: (laughs) what about the the main show that comes I'm talking about this
1: show. I'm talking about the show we're doing right now. I'm oh, okay. not talking about uh, uh, any of the thousand other shows that we do. Fucking, uh, you know, talking about this one.
0: I just assume that everybody listens to all of them.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, Thanksgiving's three days from now. It's the 24th of November, 1997. Yeah. So... Anyway, but speaking of listening to all of them, why don't you listen to all of the things we have to say to you right now? <laughs> what do you- Hi, everybody. It's your favorite podcasters, Mark and Carol from Retro Late Podcast.
0: Hey, what's up?
1: We're just popping in here real quick to let you know about our Patreon, patreon.com slash Retro Do you love Retro Late and just wish there was always more? Because there is more over there. We've got back into the future where we talk about stuff from nowadays <laughs> we've, right we've got lost in time one day one year and we record our thoughts on that like it's the regular podcast maybe one we'll d-
0: do shakespeare
1: someday <laughs> exactly and as a special for you guys if we get 100 patreon subscribers here i'll tell them what they'll get
0: some of you have asked about bringing back the mixtape The mixtape is where we talk about music that's popular 25 years ago. And it was actually one of my favorite segments to make. So I would love it if you guys would subscribe so we can make it again.
1: Yeah, if we get 100 Patreon subscribers, we will bring back the mixtape. So go to patreon.com slash retrolatefee. Help support us and this uh, beautiful creation that we put out for you every week.
0: So we can keep making more and more episodes. Soon it'll be every day.
1: Alright, now back to your regularly scheduled program. Later. Carol, for some reason we decided to watch another episode of 90210.
0: <laughs> Just can't ever stop.
1: I I identified a problem that I have with nine oh two one oh in this episode.
0: Okay. I have lots of them, but go for it.
1: Well, a specific problem. There's a specific scene that I was like, why doesn't this work? And okay. when we get to it, I'll explain it. And I think 90210 maybe didn't used to have this problem, but has this problem much more often.
0: Well, I'm now. on, like, pins and needles.
1: All right, we get some uh, stand-up, get some circulation going there. Shut up. Yeah, pins and needles going.
0: I want to know what you're talking about, man. Well, when we get there,
1: I'll talk about it, Man. Carol, why don't you lead us through the episodes, Uh, all the different things, storylines. Do you remember the storylines?
0: I remember one of the storylines, maybe two of the storylines. I remember two.
1: There's the Kelly and Tara Mm storyline. There's the storyline with uh, Steve and Claire and the dude. There's the storyline with Donna and David and the video. And Joe. And Joseph. And who else is in the show?
0: I think that's it, though. I think those are the only storylines.
1: Is there anyone else in the show? Well,
0: there's... Uh, I almost said Jason Priestley, but uh, Brandon, Brandon and Susan. Susan. But I don't think Susan was really in this episode.
1: Susan watched the video. Yeah. They're kind of just... Yeah, they're just in the background. Yeah, I mean... They they, they, they float in and out of a couple of the storylines. Actually, the scene with... One of the scenes with Brandon is the scene I'm talking about.
0: Okay. So, I guess we should save the main thing for the end. So yeah.
1: let's start with with Joe and and Donna and David. And
0: so okay, Donna. double D and Joe, Donna and David had made this you know music video last episode, and
1: terrible music video with
0: Power Man Five Thousand.
1: <laughs> not a bad, not, bad. Not, a, not a bad band, but yeah.
0: It's not a bad music video.
1: The, the music video, they we see the music video mm-hmm. in, in its final form in, in this, and it looks like a bad white snake video. You know what I did? Or like a warrant video from like 1988.
0: What I didn't like about it?
1: What? <laughs> Did you suddenly become quirky <laughs> from life goes on for a second oh my god uh, no i was yawning you dick i guess that's hyper offensive sorry yeah sorry everybody jesus lou
0: uh, <laughs> what i didn't like about the video though was it seemed kind of off center like a couple times like
1: yeah it had some dutch angles to it it's like what are we supposed to be unsettled about
0: it was, well, because it's like Donna was supposed to be the focus, but she was off to the side. Yeah. I didn't get it.
1: I, I don't know. I don't know, honey. <laughs> yeah, David's no Spike Jones.
0: <sighs> but they decide to show the video Spike to. Spike Jones did the,
1: that Weezer one. You know, the.
0: Ooh, wee I look just like Buddy Holly. Is that your favorite?
1: Uh oh, oh, and you're married to We did that on mixtape. Yeah, you know those are people separated by like a decade. Um, Is that my favorite? Like my favorite song? My music video. video? (sighs) My favorite music video is probably uh, "Just a Gigolo" by David Lee Roth,
0: or maybe "The Cars."
1: You might think, Hmm. or possibly, what's his name? George Harrison. Uh I got my mind set on you. Okay. It's a shitty video. <laughs> I'm just
0: wondering why you chose to, you know, bring up that particular What
1: about Faith by uh fucking George Michael? That's a good one. Some sure. hot chicks in there.
0: Sure. Well, hot and, chicks are always good. And his ass. Okay. I don't remember the video, so. Okay. Uh anyway, um they're showing the video to Brandon and Susan and Steve and Claire, like they're showing it to the gang. But it was just the four of them. Not that- his, his
1: dad. His dad and mom fly in from Hong Kong. No, that would be funny though.
0: So Joe and Joe's there too. Joe looks terribly, terribly offended.
1: Joe is like, this is not what the Mormons believe in. <laughs>
0: I mean he's like he can barely like look. It's like he's physically struggling to look at the television.
1: Yeah. He doesn't want to see all of Donna's naughty bits.
0: It's ridiculous.
1: Like the underpants gnomes will get
0: him. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm just wondering like what is going like, do you think he is struggling because he wants to fuck her so bad? Or do you think he's struggling because he's secretly gay? And like I I mean like there's there is a very visceral reaction to seeing her be sexy
1: like he wanted to throw up no i think he i think he wants to I, I think he's jealous i don't think he wants everyone to see her like this
0: well yeah he says he's jealous but you don't believe him no i believe that he's jealous i just was wondering if maybe you know there was something else. the fact that they're not sleeping together has anything to do with it
1: it's possible oh. makes him more sexually frustrated Right. He said that he... he, Well, he says in the episode that he thinks his real problem is her hanging around with David so much. Yeah. That he's jealous because David and her share something that he'll never share.
0: I want to know what that means. And, like, if he really believes that, then they shouldn't be in a relationship. Why? Because, like, if he can look at her with her ex-boyfriend and be like, they have something we'll never have, that's
1: not healthy. I don't think he was talking about like emotions. I think he was saying like they shared the love of making this video and he's not into that stuff. Oh. So okay. they can share that and he like he won't be able to share that with her. Okay. He can enjoy the video but he's not going to make a music video with her.
0: Right. But do you think he was also jealous because David was looking at her? I mean,
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry. Carbon monoxide leak in the house. Feeling a little lightheaded. Um. Well, that's what happens when you're an airhead. Your um hey, Oh uh, my God. Oh wow. Offensive. offensive.
0: Yeah. You're just all over it today. You just want to crush everybody.
1: What are you doing with your legs over there? Uh, what are you talking about? Suddenly, you started spreading out. Um. Fuck. Okay. That's is that why? <laughs> no. <laughs> you freak. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I saying? I don't know. <laughs> you were saying you want to
0: fuck. That's what you were saying. <laughs> my God,
1: so crass. Uh huh. That's part of my charm. Yeah. Well, so Joe is not cool with with what's going on, and it's very clear.
0: Yeah, but he he says to Donna. Aren't you at least a little embarrassed? Like he is not nice at all no, when asshole. they first talk about this. Yeah, like he puts her down. Like I would, I would have broken up with him the way he was talking to her. Yeah, but instead of you know having any self respect, <laughs> that's Donna. She she's just like, oh okay, I'll listen to everything you said. So he he tells her like the spots in the video that should be taken out.
1: Right, they're all spots with her in it. Right.
0: So, she goes to David with her notes about, you know, well, instead of, you know, showing me here, let's show the band. Instead of showing me here, let's show this.
1: Why don't we show a manatee? (laughs) Instead of showing my boobs, what about people high-fiving?
0: People high-fiving.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know. Oh, no, they should be showing, like, uh, what, puppies rolling around in a bag or something, kittens rolling around in a bag. Isn't Isn't that something they just... What do they say about the, you know, sweater, like...
1: Uh. What the fuck? (laughs) Puppies rolling around in a bag. When you think of breasts, you think of puppies rolling around in a bag. You have breasts. How can you get them so wrong? Kittens rolling around in a bag. (laughs) Sometimes people say stuff like, look at those puppies or whatever. Yeah. But... Not, not literally. I've never seen puppies rolling around in a bag and thought to myself, no, oh, it looks like a pair of juicy tits. Oh, God. What the fuck?
0: I don't know.
1: Uh, let's put some cats in a sack.
0: Well, how about you with your manatee? Come on.
1: You said. Oh, the, the sexiest of the marine mammals. The manatee. What do you mean? <laughs> you said manatee. Yeah, as a contrast, as a joke. Right, so I was also making a joke. Wow, okay. Thanks for identifying it. <laughs> or else we might not have gotten it.
0: Oh, you're such an asshole. Oh my God. So, David says no. He's not <laughs>
1: Donna says, what about puppies that are rolling around her back? David's like, no.
0: No, he, he says, I don't want to make Joe's changes. Like, he right. knew exactly what was going on. She's
1: like, but you're taking Brandon and Susan's notes. And he's like, yeah, those made sense.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, she gets very upset. And she's like, if you don't do this for me, I will never work with you again.
1: Yeah. Now, it's a big mind standoff. you. Huh? It's a big standoff, a stare off, and then they go to a commercial. This but, is another powerhouse scene of uh, David acting. By the way, okay, he's really good. He I, is. I've I've come to really appreciate Brian Austin Green's acting.
0: Yeah, he is very good. But mind you, the reason he's doing this is you know to show it to the people who are going to like release this video, like and the which, band and everything. Yeah, yeah, and that's a big deal. Like, this could, like, be a career-making thing for him. It's possible, eh? And for her to be like, hey, fuck it up so that I'll work with you again? Who gives a shit if she works with him again? Right. But he does take her fucking notes because that's how much she means to him. Right. Which is, you know, a big red flag to Joe, I would think, but no.
1: So they show it to this dude. Basically, I guess, in the guise of the show, Power Man 5000 is trying to get signed. Right. And this guy says, we're going to release the video along with their demo or whatever. And we're going to try to use the video to sell the band. And if the band gets signed, which they probably will off this video and this song, then we're going to want to come to you to make more videos. And they're going to pay them to, to make the videos. And he's like, cool, cool he's like, the only thing is, is it looks like some fucking Mormon quarterback cut, <laughs> cut this up a little bit. Right. <laughs> at these timestamps, and he lists, lists the exact timestamps. And he's like, you know, it needs something more. It needs more. And then he points at Donna and says, more you. Mm-hmm. More your vagina. <laughs> and he's like, can you recut it? And David's like, yeah, we could do that. And, uh. I got lots of stuff on the cutting room floor. We can, uh, I can turn it around tomorrow. He's like, good attitude. Doing exactly what I said.
0: Well, and you know, it's going to be real easy because he already has a copy.
1: Right. So, he says to Donnie, he's like, come on, man. Like, you know he's right. This, it needs to be more like this. And she's like, oh, it's going to be hard to tell Joe. And then instead of there being any drama, she goes and talks to Joe and Joe's like, nah, you're right or whatever. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, I thought it was going to be hard. She's like, she looked over at the writers sitting around the table like, I thought this was going to be more of a struggle. And they're like, no.
0: Yeah. Apparently he just needed some time to think. Just
1: immediately comes around and he's like, I was actually kind of embarrassed about everything and I'm, I'm just jealous of yeah. you, David.
0: Like, I'm sure, you know, a 22 uh, year old dude is going to be like immediately like, oh, I was wrong. Right. You were right. I was jealous and I'm embarrassed. And let's talk about my feelings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever. I wish that they would have gotten in more of a fight. Like I Me want too. them to break up like I seriously I thought to myself, like, <laughs> there's the end of their relationship and I'm like, Yay.
1: But I think they're pushing Donna and David more together.
0: I hope so. They belong together. I
1: think that's going to be a thing.
0: They should have been together the whole time. Okay. He just should have kept his penis in his pants.
1: Well, he needed to he needed to have sex with some people. He needed to have a threesome with two women in Mary. <laughs> right. Before he could go back to Donna,
0: well, at least uh, when you know she finally loses
1: from Ariel, right? That's still so funny to me. Her name's Ariel, and she gave him crabs. That is fun. I didn't even think about uh, under that under the sea, <laughs> under your jeans. Wow. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's that's that storyline gets resolved easily.
0: Yeah. The so other two not it. as much. Uh, Claire and Steve.
1: Claire and Steve.
0: <sighs> So, you know, Claire's dad is the chancellor. It's <laughs> so, so weird to me every time when I say that. And apparently, they they lived in M- Mon Mar or
1: Yeah, Montmartre or something. Yeah. It's like it's a it's a region in France.
0: So they lived there for a couple of years with the royal family.
1: Yeah, because. The dad is, the dad was, you know, he's a fucking Nobel laureate and he was doing some economic thing or something with them.
0: So why did that would translate to living with the royal family? I don't really get, but that's what happened. The
1: implication is too, that she was fairly young. Like I was picturing her like 10 years old. Yeah. Hanging out with this little prince. Yeah. A French little prince, the little prince. (laughs) And he's French too. It makes sense. He came down on a star.
0: I didn't even know that France had like a monarchy.
1: I don't think they do.
0: But did they then? I don't. No. Then how I don't understand.
1: I think the monarchy was, you know, gotten rid of with the French Revolution.
0: So maybe we misunderstood where he's from.
1: I don't know what royal family they're part of, and maybe he's part of the French royal family, but they're not in power at all. Mm. They're just, you know, nobles or whatever. They have money. Right. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what the with the exact thing is they said that marmont thing or whatever and i went to the encyclopedia because i was like i don't know what this is this is like did they make up a country or is this like some little principality i don't know of or whatever but no it's just like a region somewhere in france according to the encyclopedia so i don't know if they're they're royals of another country that live there or if they're part of like French nobility going back, but they have no power, and they're not actually in government or anything anymore, or what? All we know is he's a prince, and yeah. they lived in France for a time.
0: I don't know. I, I feel like they should have been like from Saudi Arabia or something. I
1: agree. That but, would have made a lot more sense.
0: But this dude, this prince, mm-hmm. is in town.
1: What's his name? Is his name Charles or something? no. I'm thinking of England's it's Prince not, Charles. It's
0: not Charles. It's something with a C, though. Yeah. Like Chad or Casey.
1: I don't know. <laughs> prince Chad. <laughs> the coolest prince. Yeah, I'm right. Prince Chad. I skateboard.
0: But Steve is, like, all pumped to, like, hang out with him. He's like, oh, yeah, I yeah, I get to. Fucking
1: impressed, man.
0: Yeah, I get to have dinner with the, with the royalty, and he gets all dressed up, and Claire's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. She's like, I'm not impressed. I don't care. He was you know, a he spoiled was spoiled brat. Yeah. He
1: got away with everything
0: and blamed me. Yeah. So they go to hang out with him, and Steve and him become you know best buds. Oh yeah. They just get along so well, and
1: his he he drives a Corvette, mm-hmm. and Steve also drives a Corvette.
0: They're like they're like I don't know. I, I I think Steve wishes he could date him.
1: And the prince is like, what about a scheme where uh. We buy Corvettes here, and then we we import them over to my place and sell them for a profit.
0: That sounds stupid. And
1: he's like, sure, why not? I like the way you think.
0: Didn't Claire, like, point out a flaw in their plan? No. Okay.
1: No, but they were on the beach when this happened, and this prince was very familiar with her, grabbed her a couple times, like, around the waist. Yeah. And Steve was, like, like, helping lift him up. I was like... You gonna fucking uh, double team this chick? What's going on here?
0: I think Steve would be open to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. They like like immediately. I kind of got the impression that maybe they slept together.
1: Yeah, and I was thinking like, there's no way because the way she described it, it was like they were like ten years old. So well, I, I didn't think so.
0: Maybe they were like I don't know, thirteen. I mean, they still Ooh. could have been
1: young. Wow. That's young to start. Or maybe he was. Kids like, out there that are 13, that's young to start. That's
0: just very young to start, yes, but I'm just saying it happens. And like. Yes. Claire, for sure. And
1: like Mick Jagger or whatever. Huh?
0: Claire, for sure, what? She seems like she would have started young.
1: Yeah, she was kind of whorish.
0: Yeah, so whatever. Um, at the end of the episode, though, he says. He gives. First, he gives Steve the royal cufflinks.
1: Oh, yeah, and Steve's all. Still, so, I'm telling you, Steve would have gone down on him, I think. Oh, yeah,
0: for sure. <laughs> he is definitely, like, having some kind of, like, bromance.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, good word. Bromance, I like that.
0: I, I thought I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. yeah,
1: he coined that.
0: Coming up with it right here, it's history. Wow. Anyway. Um, Cl- the prince and Claire are driving together.
1: To the peach pit.
0: And, like, Steve doesn't think that's weird. Like, to me, he should be a little more jealous. Yeah. And the prince is like, so I could uh, stay in town for a while.
1: I'm planning on staying in town for a while. But I wanted to because there's some business I can take care of. But I wanted to make sure it was okay with you. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Do what you want. So. It's heavily implied that there used to be something between them.
0: See, I got the impression way before you did and To me, like this, this scene is what says to you they had sex. I didn't get it as much from this scene, but either way, I, I still think we're going to find out that they were a thing.
1: Yeah, he's entered her.
0: <laughs> the question is: is, does he want to go back?
1: Well, he's acting like it, and I think it's going to be a problem. And I think Steve's going to get mad because she did not tell him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she definitely should have.
1: But. As long as what we are thinking is actually the case.
0: Yeah. I mean, we could just be, you know, horny and imagining it. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> I mean, why else that would That was the we? title
1: of my college thesis. <laughs> right? Horny and imagining it.
0: I just, I don't know. The whole thing's weird. First yeah. of all, they all have money, so that shouldn't even matter. Like, that shouldn't be oh. so impressive.
1: Well, I think it's impressive because he's royalty. Yeah. But royalty with no power. He's a scion of, uh, you know, uh, some person. So that makes him better than everyone else.
0: Right. So we'll see what happens there, I'm sure. And like, like you said, when we're watching, like, oh, God, don't add another character. No. But see, they're they're about to get... We almost forgot about Valerie and... Well, uh,
1: oh, I didn't forget.
0: We, we didn't talk about them in the beginning as a storyline.
1: Oh, yeah, okay. I was thinking... I was thinking somebody else, but yes, Valerie. Valerie, Valerie and Colin.
0: Colin. See, they're about to get rid of Colin, so they got to replace him. I hope so. I hope they're I, about to get rid of Colin. I think they're replacing him with the prince.
1: Colin had to go to court, and the judge is like, hey, we made a fuck, or Not the judge, the, the lawyer. His lawyer. He's like, we made a deal. Guess a fantastic what? deal. Guess what? Six months, you can serve it in a halfway house instead of jail, so you can paint, you can see your friends. Yeah. Can fuck Valerie.
0: It's, like, way too good of a deal, honestly.
1: Oh, yeah. Way too good of a deal.
0: I think maybe, see, they, they, they shot too high. They should have gone for a normal deal. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. The
1: prosecutor agreed to, to it for whatever reason, though.
0: Because they're a fan of his art.
1: No, 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 no. The, oh, wait, maybe. Yeah, maybe you're right. You might be right. Yeah that's, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. So they get in front of the judge. And the prosecutor's like, this is what we recommend. For He's like, you plead guilty or not guilty, he says guilty. And they're like, this is what we recommend. And the judge just goes, no. <laughs> Which is not how a judge rejects a plea agreement, by the way, or a sentencing recommendation. Right. He says no, and he goes, you know what, you endangered the lives of officers, and a high speed car chase, and uh, that's going on a lot now <laughs> in this in this city. So instead of making an example out of the murderer, let's make an example out of you. Yeah. And he's like, two years, two years in fucking federal penit- state penitentiary. See you later, asshole.
0: It was it was ridiculous, and like, it doesn't seem fair that he was told he had a deal. And therefore, pled guilty, thinking he was pleading guilty to this, you know, sentence, mm-hmm. and then gets told, "Oh, you pled guilty. Now I'm going to throw the book at you." So,
1: I'm not a lawyer. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know a ton about the law necessarily, mm-hmm. but I have some knowledge about this. Uh-huh. Uh huh. First of all, like I said, this is not how a a judge uh, goes against sentencing recommendations by just saying no, not talking to anyone else or whatever, you know. Usually they had like, he would have a sidebar with the lawyers and stuff. Uh, now, a judge is allowed to, you do have to enter your plea in first, and a judge is allowed to ignore the sentencing recommendations of the prosecutor. Mostly they don't, but a judge can if he thinks it's warranted Usually, they give a much better reason than let's make an example out of you. Right. And uh, th- as the defendant, you have, re- you have recourses. Right. You can, uh, you can ap- or apply to remove your plea of guilty. That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be granted, but he could theoretically try to remove his guilty plea since the judge went against his recommendation. There's also you, like a kind of appeals process and, and things like that. Now, when you plead guilty, you generally forfeit your right to appeal. But when you have a deal like this and it doesn't go through, there are special circumstances for for that kind of scenario. So it wouldn't just be cut and dry, you got to turn yourself in Friday, you're done. He'd have more time than that, and the lawyer would be able to extend this process more well and
0: valerie says to him you know you have recourse and he doesn't want to hear it he's just like no i am fucked i'm fucked right and um i think you know he he's he's not he's not gonna go to turn himself in
1: no and then she'll lose the club or whatever
0: he's such an asshole yeah i hate him and like he does what not. this episode called
1: oh yeah uh the big hurt yeah. Because Frank Thomas was in it.
0: He does not love her. She thinks he loves her. I don't know where she got that impression. Yeah,
1: he doesn't love her. He's not even close to being in love he with her. He doesn't
0: even like her, I don't think. He's just using her. I agree. So, it's it's all not good.
1: She was the next best thing. Yeah. Mm.
0: So, yeah, I'm sure that's what's happening next episode, is he's going to skip out. So, hopefully he'll be gone. Yeah.
1: We can only hope.
0: <laughs> and then what was the other story?
1: The last story was Kelly and Tom. No,
0: there's another one, right?
1: No. Oh. We talked about Don and David. We talked about fucking Steve. We did talk and about fucking Steve and Claire and the prince. We talked about Valerie and Colin. That's it. What's left? Okay. Who else? I guess you're right. Nat? No. He offered somebody a piece of pie.
0: He got to see the cufflinks. Yeah. There
1: you
0: go. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So Earn that
1: paycheck, Joey Tata.
0: So that crazy bitch, uh, Tara, mm-hmm. was somehow she's not like I thought last episode she was going to be out because they were mad about the hair. She Rare. walked out of the apartment. Like yeah. it seemed like they're done now, but they weren't done because she's still there.
1: But they do have an agreement, uh, Kelly got her into one of the halfway houses mm-hmm. or whatever, and she's going to be gone.
0: Yeah, but she's like taking pictures because she's got her photography thing going mm-hmm. on. And, and she's
1: like, you know, they're, fair, they're like farewell pictures, yeah. basically.
0: Everybody's acting a little nice to each other, and it's like, yeah, I don't think it'd go this way. Mm-hmm. But Kelly then asks her to feed her fish. Yeah. Which, you know, you know that's a bad idea. Yeah
1: cuz it's like fatal. It's a it's a combination of fatal attraction and single white female.
0: Yeah, yeah she uh she's about to like cook the bunny, right? She
1: yeah, exactly. She t- and she's tied Steven Webber to a fucking chair and <laughs> forces him to have sex with her. He. Yeah. That happens in single white female. Okay.
0: Um but yeah, she this seemed very premeditated too. Like she had to have gone out and bought fish food. And it was not even the right kind of fish food. It was, it was a different kind of fish food. It was
1: so ridiculous because she's like, "Hey, feed a little of my fish, just a little bit, okay?" You know, from this thing. And she she's like, "Oh, sure." And she pulls like after everyone leaves, she pulls this thing out of there. It's like I I just happen to have fish poison here in her purse, but it's regular food that you like. You said she bought. How did she know she was ever going to ask her to feed her fish?
0: It's really weird. But yeah, because like, she didn't use the fish food that Kelly had. She like looked at it.
1: Because she wants to, to she thinks somehow she's going to have the, the illusion of, oh, I only used a little, check the food.
0: Yeah, that's what she says, like whatever. So she dumps a whole thing of fish food in this bowl, so the fish are going to die. And I
1: said... <laughs> this is so funny. I said there's no way that these fish are like... These fish will gorge themselves or whatever, like they'll overeat and die from overeating. <laughs> like, like, I guess fish do, because that's what happens when you can when you overfeed fish. That's why they die. Right. And but they're not going to be able to eat all of it. So there'll still be a ton in there. And, and I then you said to me
0: and I explained that, no, they don't eat themselves to death. They suffocate because of all the food in the water. So they can't get the oxygen
1: I didn't see. I didn't realize uh, yeah. that that's what that that's why. If you put too many f- fish flakes in there, that that's what happens. Yeah. So, but it makes sense. But I thought like because chickens will do that or whatever. You feed them if you give them a whole thing of food, they'll eat until their stomach bursts. Oh, uh, gross! Yeah. But anyway, at least that's what somebody told me. I hope that's true. I hope it's not. I hope that's not true. <laughs> but. Still tons of food in there.
0: Yeah, there's tons of food floating around in the fishbowl, and which, there's fish floating at the top because they're yeah, dead.
1: Which Kelly points out, there's a lot of food in there, and she's like, I only used a little check. And it's like, what do you think she's going to think?
0: She's like, it, it, it wasn't me. How could you believe me? Maybe it was a clogged filter.
1: Like, what? What are she's you She's like, Her lies about? are getting real desperate.
0: Yeah. So Kelly is pretty sure she's killed her fish now.
1: And then in the dark room, <laughs> she's at the university in the dark room at the Condor. And I thought, like, some of these pictures were just going to be, like, really fucking creepy pictures. Yeah. That's what we were going to find out. But no, they're normal pictures, I guess. But Brandon comes in there and he's like, oh, hey, doing a good job or whatever. And she's like, yeah, thanks. And she says, she says something like, Kelly still loves you or whatever. Yeah. And then she goes to kiss him.
0: It was so weird. Like, why would you combine these two things into one?
1: Right. And this was Jason Priestley's best acting job ever, by the way. Yeah. She goes to kiss him and he backs up. And the, the way he just stares at her <laughs> with his eyes wide open. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I just want to know what it would be like to kiss you. Or no,
0: whatever. no, no. That would have been okay. That would have been normal. She said, I want to know what it would be like to be Kelly.
1: That's true, she did say that. And he's like, okay, uh, (laughs) let's just forget about this, huh? And she's like, oh, don't tell anybody, Brandon. He's like, I won't, you know, and he he leaves. And Susan's like, "Ah, Tara seems kind of weird, but, you know, I'm probably just being paranoid or whatever. He's like, no, I don't think so.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then he calls Kelly and leaves her a message on her answering machine, saying, which I assumed Tara would intercept, but she doesn't. And he's saying, you know... instead,
1: Kelly barely listens to it.
0: Yeah, but he's like, you know, something happened today in the dark room. I need to talk to you. Give me a call back. And I don't know that she ever called him back. She didn't. Maybe she did. Maybe that's why he came over, because he later comes over.
1: And this is the scene that I'm talking about. So she doesn't call him back because she's distracted by her dead fish. Right, okay. He comes over, and I fully expected him to be like, hey, this weird thing happened. Right. Instead, he's just like, oh, good, she's moving out. And then leaves. It's a very short scene, Mm -hmm. but he comes in, says nothing, and then leaves. And then she goes and looks through Tara's, she sees Tara's suitcase and starts pawing through it for whatever reason. There's no real reason behind it. And this is the thing. Good storytelling isn't, this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens. Mm-hmm. Good storytelling is this happens, so then this happens. Right. Or this happens because this happens. Everything, you know, is connected. This scene, and I think 90210 has a problem with this. The scene with Kelly and Brandon where he comes over, is it means nothing. Nothing happens. We don't get any character development. It doesn't move the plot forward in any way. It doesn't add anything. It's a time filler. They talk for three minutes, and it's just three minutes of screen time. That's all. It seems almost like it's to give Brandon some more lines in the episode. (laughs) I don't know why this scene exists. If he came over and said, "Look, I got to tell you. This weird thing happened. I think maybe she's hiding some things. Maybe you, you know, you should be a little more careful around her." And she's like, "Okay, you know." And then Brandon leaves. And because he said that, that's when she looks at the the thing and says, "Let me see if she is hiding something." Yeah. And then goes through that. That would make sense. It would it would be something that furthered the plot along. Instead, it's nothing. Yeah, it and was. I, I think the show has a lot of, not a lot, but I think in each episode, there's at least a couple scenes where it's just nothing.
0: It was very weird, and it it, it was frustrating almost, because it's like you expected that conversation that didn't happen, and yet it right. acted as though the conversation did happen.
1: Yeah, so that, that bothered me, and I think that's one of the things that bothers me about 90210 now.
0: But yeah, so she does go through uh, a suitcase, uh-huh. and I'm trying to remember what happened.: Well, she with discovers the that her
1: her parents have been writing her letters. yes, thank you giving <laughs> her like, hey, here's our new number.
0: yeah, we, this is
1: where we live. you should fucking find us. We're worried about you. you 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 weren't abandoned on the street, right, like you told everyone. said it in the letter. it's weird. <laughs>
0: No, but I mean, they said, you know, we we ho- we hope that you'll call us because you know we've given this number to you many times. Like, what the fuck?
1: So then Kelly calls them off screen,
0: mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember how she ends up in the car, though. I don't remember how she ends up with Tara. Tara comes back,
1: Tara. and she's like, "Hey, I I called your parents." She's like, "Why did you call them? Why'd you call those liars? <laughs> don't believe anything they say. They're liars." And she's like. They're they're just worried about you. They want you to come home. She's like, no. They're gonna put me in a hospital, and that's when she pulls out the gun. The
0: gun. Okay, so the gun's happening when she gets in the car.
1: Yeah. Well, like, she's like, basically, she says, "Let's take a drive. Get in the car." She's like, "No, no." She's like, "It's okay. I just wanna just wanna get in the car, like best friends do, or whatever."
0: <laughs> yeah. So she has Kelly by gunpoint. She's like, "Just drive." And they're driving along that what that freeway is by the beach. I don't the know. The Pacific yeah. Coast Highway. And she has and her. She has her go to some cliff overlooking the ocean. Yeah. And then it gets weird. That's <laughs> been
1: normal up to this point.
0: Kelly tries to get out of the car, and, she's and like, she, no, no, no. she first of all before she does, Tara's like, "You don't." Kelly's like, "I'm scared." She's like, "You don't have anything to be scared of." Everything's fine. I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah, we're so, so then she tries to get out of the car, and then she pistol whips her. It's like that was that was totally unfair. They do that. That's correct. <laughs> most pistol whippings are unfair. Well, I'm just saying. Like she gave her this false sense of security, and then she hit her. <laughs> <laughs> that was not nice.
1: Correct. Again, most pistol whippings not nice.
0: And then when Kelly comes to, she's still in the car, but she's now tied up. Mm-hmm. And she and like Tara has a rigged a hose because she's planning to kill them with carbon monoxide.
1: Right. She's got a hose connected to the tailpipe, uh, you know, the client style, uh, in, in through the window. And she's like, oh, I read a lot about suicide. This is the, the, the best way or the easiest way or the, the nicest way. The gentlest
0: way, way. yeah. yeah.
1: And she's like, I've been planning this for a while. This isn't because I just got mad at you. Yeah. I haven't measured your tailpipe.
0: Yeah, how fucked Fuck. up is this? It's she, insane. She
1: had a very specific plan.
0: Yeah, she scoped out the place and everything. She's like, so the sun's going to set in about two hours,
1: and we're going to sit here and watch it. Mm-hmm. And, and
0: then, then I'll turn the car on. Yep,
1: yeah, and then we'll die.
0: And I'm thinking, okay, so she's giving this long window of time for somebody to like discover them and save them, but no. <sighs> That's another thing that's pointless.
1: No, we just cut to other action and then cut back to. It's now dark. Now it's dark, and she's turning the thing on. Yeah, and Kelly, (laughs) I don't know why Tara would fall for this. This is Mm -hmm, so desperate, ridiculous. But Kelly's like, you know what? You're right. I do want to die, and I wouldn't have had the guts without you. And you're the best, and we're best friends, and I love you. And just, uh, can you untie me though? (laughs) <laughs> I just don't want to die like this. And she's like, but, you know, you'll try to get away. And she's like, no, 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 of course not. She's like, <laughs> she's like, you're so right. I just, you know, I want to give you a hug one last time.
0: Yeah. So she unties her and then Kelly grabs the gun and does the most brilliant thing she could do with the gun, too. She doesn't try to threaten Tara with it or mm-hmm. anything. She shoots a hole in the window. Right to start airing the car out, goes out the door, and then just shoots out into the ocean to empty this gun so that nobody can shoot anybody. I loved it.
1: And then she throws it.
0: Yeah. That's very smart. Props to Kelly. Usually I don't like her. I liked this.
1: Yeah. And then the conclusion of this is that she gets taken to the hospital. They both get taken to the hospital. Tara gets put in the psychiatric ward. Of course. Her parents are there uh, to collect her, essentially.
0: Well, I don't think she's going anywhere.
1: Well, not not yet, but they're going to move her to Colorado. Yeah. They said that.
0: Yep. So at least one of them is gone.
1: Yep. And Colin's probably going to be gone too. So.
0: so now we'll have an annoying
1: prince. And just Joe. We need to get rid of Joe.
0: <laughs> just need that heart defect to kick in there.
1: Oh, <laughs> Should have been like, Joe, why don't you become best friends with Tara? There you go. All the problems will be solved at right. once. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, that is uh, that is the episode. An interesting episode of 90210. Did you like it? Yeah, I, I did. I,
0: this was a really good episode. Yeah,
1: I liked this episode, too.
0: I feel bad that Kelly keeps getting, like, fucked over, though. Like, she's you know, first she got burned in a fire. Yeah. And now she's, you know, she almost, almost got part killed. Of a cult. <laughs> yeah, almost got yeah, part of a cult. That's right.
1: Oh, all right. Well, why don't you uh, tell the people everything they need to know, and then we'll get out of here.
0: So you can write us at leafy 1994 at AOL.com. And
1: we can see those legs again.
0: <laughs> Check out our website at com, mm-hmm. And share the tapes with your friends.
1: All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.